Hey, welcome to 49ers After Dark. I'm Grant Cohn. That's my co-host, Jesse Naylor. He's in Florida. He's from the Pacific Northwest. I'm in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, it's cold and dark and gloomy. It's very nice. But I was thinking, you know, you know, I, I landed at 3 thinking I might do a couple, like a travel vlog or something. It was like nighttime already at 3 o'clock. So I took a nap. It was nice. So Grant just learned why Jesse's no longer in the Pacific Northwest. Congratulations. It's got a gloom factor, although it's yeah. very pretty. Uh, so the Niners don't typically win here. We're going to talk about, you know, we're going to play the over-under game. I know everyone's here for the over-under game, let's be honest. But first, we're going to talk about Kyle Shanahan and uh, whether he deserves consideration for the Coach of the Year award. Jesse, you go first. What do you think? Man, not only do I think he deserves consideration, Grant, I think he should be the Coach of the Year because I'm really starting to look at it. Mike McDaniel was the front runner early on. Dolphins were incredible. They've started to come back down to earth a little bit. The Giants also, Brian Dayball, did a fantastic job there, but there's a chance they might not even make the playoffs anymore. And if you don't make the playoffs, you can't be coach of the year. I think Nick Sirianni is the other guy that you look at, head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. They've got one loss, number one seed overall in the NFC. But if this, if I could get into my crystal ball a little bit, if this plays out exactly how I think it's going to, Grant, the 49ers are going to win these final four games. They're going to finish the season on a 10-game winning streak, and they are going to finish with the number two seed in the NFC with their third-string quarterback. Grant, you and I don't hold back when it comes to Kyle Shanahan, and we will tell you when he's not doing great. This year, what he's done under these circumstances, he deserves all the credit in the world. I think Kyle Shanahan not only should be in consideration, I think he should be coach of the year. Whew, you made a nice pitch, and I think he should be in consideration. But I don't think he should be coach of the year. Okay. Uh, I, I think Nick Sirianni has a better uh, claim for it. I mean, yeah, he doesn't have his third-string quarterback playing, but he's only lost one game. I mean, Kyle Shanahan started slow at, for a lot of reasons. Sirianni didn't. Now, we don't know how these teams are going to finish. But there's also Buffalo and Kansas City. Like, Sean McDermott's doing a great job. Andy Reid's doing a great job. They have better records than the Niners. And Andy Reid, frankly, put on a clinic at Kyle Shanahan's house with Jim Harbaugh watching and smiling. I'm guessing. Probably smiling. Grinning? I don't know. Other thing I want to say about Kyle is as good as he is, I'm going to piss you off right now. As good <laughs> as he is, <laughs> he's not even the best coach on his team. D'Amico is. And okay. this is a defensive team. And Kyle gets credit for having D'Amico and all of that. But uh, no, I, I don't think so. But I, what I would say is that I think D'Amico should be the coordinator of the year. And if you look into that award, it's not the defensive coordinator of the year. They pick one coordinator, offense or defense, for the coordinator of the year. Last year it was Dan Quinn. In 2016 it was Kyle Shanahan. I think it should be D'Amico. Uh, I think his defense is the best unit in the league. I don't think there's an offense. Well, they got eviscerated by Kansas City that one time. But they were hurt. I want to say D'Amico should be coordinator of the year. That I can get behind as well. I think yeah. both can be true. I, Again, when we look at Kyle Shanahan, we strictly judge him off the offense. And it's I understand it because he was the offensive coordinator. He's supposed to be this genius and all these things and terms get thrown around about him. And then the offense struggles, but the team wins. Now, the offense hasn't been struggling as of late, but that's the way people judge him. It's like, well... 
the team's winning, but your offense. And that's fine, but he's not the offensive coordinator. He's the head coach. Yes, he does call the plays, but he is he's the head man of the organization. All the players are there because of Kyle Shanahan. The development's in place because Kyle Shanahan did a great job developing his coaches who do a great job developing players. I just think when you look at it all said and done, I think I can agree with that. I think D'Amico Ryans does deserve to be coordinator of the year. I also think Kyle Shanahan deserves to be coach of the year. Let, let me continue to retort. He's doing a very good job now, um, now, the last six weeks. But uh, he got Trey Lance hurt. Like, how he handled Trey Lance was bad. So when you say, yeah, it's very impressive what he's doing with his third-string quarterback, it is. Why, is. why is his first-string quarterback hurt? What would be really impressive is if Kyle had known. I mean, he knew that Purdy was good, but had stuck to his guns and didn't bring back Jimmy and had Purdy going the whole time. Or if he hadn't gotten Trey – do one better. If he hadn't gotten Trey Lance injured. But given – like, it was a debacle the first month of the season what happened. But – he righted the ship, and now they're the ho- the hottest team in the league. So I definitely think he has to be in consideration, for sure. But I have a, a tough time giving him the nod over Nick Sirianni right now, who's lost one game, one freaking game, and it's like, oh well, his quarterback didn't get hurt. Well, like yeah, give that's I, I like him even more now. Like, <laughs> oh he he keeps his quarterback healthy. He's fantastic. Kyle, he, maybe he could do a clinic for Kyle on how to keep his quarterback upright. I'm just saying, and he runs the guy. Look, but hey. He could fall on his face the last four weeks, and Kyle could finish out with a four-game winning streak. So he's definitely in the race. He's right there, but I don't. I wouldn't give him pole position right now. I don't know. I'm. I don't know what that means. Yeah, <laughs> I think I know where you're going with it. Yeah. <laughs> Sirianni, I I totally understand. If if the award went to him, I I couldn't argue too much because you're looking at a team that has one loss. Most likely, they're gonna. I mean, not most. They're gonna end up with the number one seed, barring a late season collapse of epic proportions. Mm-hmm. So they're going to end up as the number one seed. Hertz might be the league MVP and he was nowhere near that before. So I understand that. I completely get that. I just argument, think, man. you made a very convincing yeah. argument. I can't even, I can't, I can't dispute any point that you made, but there's some stiff competition this year. I think there, there, there definitely is. And I think there always is. I think if you're coach of the year, like there's, it's tough and you could go multiple ways, you know, but then the flip side is this grant, the giants could finish their season on a four game win streak and make the playoffs. And then I think that all of a sudden Dayball should surpass both of them realistically, because He's the giants have no business being there. That is a good point. Uh, come back to D'Amico real quick. If he's not the coordinator of the year, who is? I I mean, Dan Quinn was it last Dan year. Quinn, so, yeah. He's doing a good job, but D'Amico's defense is giving up 15.3 points per game. Yeah. Even with that 44 that they gave up against Kansas City, giving up 15 points per game, like, I don't know. I think he's got to be the coordinator of the year. So, Trying to think, maybe, maybe you could look at somebody like Dorsey. Just because Buffalo's offense is really relying around two players and they somehow do everything they need to do, I don't know. But, yeah, I think D'Amico would have to be that guy for sure. California Bears says, gentlemen. Anthony Cook says, on my way to Seattle right now, triple exclamation point, triple exclamation point. So excited. Oh, man. I hope he's going to be the one guy outside tonight being like, Niners. <laughs> Niner fans. Are you in the- <laughs> 
<laughs> every city they go, man, I'm out trying to have a nice time. I'm like, Niners. Like, oh, here we go. And they're wearing like a Kittle jersey or like a Bosa jersey. It's like they're not the most subtle, but they travel. I think there's going to be more Niner fans at this Seahawks game than I've ever seen, man. It's going to be oh. – I don't think it's going to be that that same home field advantage that they normally have. I'm just saying. Anthony Cook. Yeah. Rob Gosh. says, Jesse sounds good, but your audio is low. Oh, your audio is low this time. That's a first. Really? Yours is always, like, super loud. It's, like, silent now. There's no noise. No noise. Check um check the settings and see if it's connected to your mic itself. Hold on. That's a that's a first. Literally, Grant's always super Test. loud. There it is. How about now? Can you hear oh, me now? Better. I can hear you better. much louder. Yeah. See, I just didn't plug it in correctly. Sorry about that. With the thing and the so stuff. So many good points. If we win the Super Bowl, what is Purdy's trade value? <laughs> <laughs> uh, flip side of that question if Purdy wins the Super Bowl what is Jimmy Garoppolo's value on the free agent market oh I, it's like hey you're good but nothing. you're just not Brock Purdy good yeah it's like, ooh, yeah God. that's oh man that's interesting that's interesting David Sir says out of curiosity if Josh Johnson starts and wins what does that say about Kyle Jimmy and Brock great show gentlemen I'm always grateful good question let's talk about it because Brock Purdy is questionable. I fully expect him to play. But, I mean, he maybe he shouldn't. We don't know. He's going to obviously He'll not play. turn down the opportunity. But he's got to – maybe he goes out there and it's like, man, he can't throw down the field. Maybe – what if Josh Johnson has to play? And he wins. What would that say about the point? Well, first of all, Kyle's already won with three different quarterbacks this year. Like, let's be clear about that. So – You've won with three different quarterbacks. You could win with a fourth quarterback. Again, coach of the year, pretty sure. Yeah. If he <laughs> if he wins in Seattle, too, with Josh Johnson, maybe then we give him a coach of the year. Yeah. No, Kyle effed up big time for getting Trey Hurt. Took the words out of my mouth. I mean, we, we, we criticized him way too much to give him a pass for that now. But you made some good points. Beast, code, uh, Beast Mode Card Player says, hey, Grant, love your show. I don't know if you saw, but your tweets are making it to other sports TV shows. Go Niners. Really? Man. Yeah, which ones? I'm curious. Which one? Was it was it NBC? If so. Yeah, I will say, Grant, I will say this. Almost everybody that I collaborate with from behind enemy lines this year, they know you. They all oh, yeah. know you. Some way or another, they're like, oh, 49ers, you know Grant? And I'm like, yeah, I do a weekly show with them. They're like, oh, yeah, no, I he's he's gone viral a few times. <laughs> yeah, there is that. One thing, Ivan says, Kyle Shanahan shouldn't be coach of the year after prevailing under these circumstances because he puts this team in these circumstances. The arsonist. He was the arsonist. But he's uh, also the fireman. Dude, he's <laughs> he is the fireman. He's got that fire coming, holler. You can spark it up and he'll push you out. I'm sorry. Uh, Evan says, love your content. I watch all your videos. Thank you, Evan. I appreciate you. Maynard says, when we lose D'Amico, does Fangio slide in his spot? If not, who is the most likely candidate? I think that Fangio just might. I know he runs a 3-4. There's a wide nine. I think they can figure it out. Fangio, it's like, I think he lives out here now. He's not doing anything. I think he'd be into it. Now, have they hired anyone at Stanford? Mm, I, they, I thought they were down to the final two. I don't know if they hired anybody. I don't know. It, it seemed like he'd be a natural for that job. But maybe maybe he's a little too old to be recruiting college, high school kids. I don't maybe think he, he Yeah, I don't know. He's a little I, too old for that. 
I would love Fangio to be the defensive coordinator because that is not a drop off. No, I mean the whole league is is basically copying him right now. Yeah, he's the guy. Chris, thank you. Uh, <clears throat> Spider says, has the team gotten head coach of the year, offensive player of the year, and win the Super Bowl all in the same year? Oh man, that's some, that's some history trivia. I don't know. You would think though. It sounds like a good uh, bar quiz answer. I don't know. The coach says, this is how far we've come. Grant is now telling us how Kyle's success is self-inflicted recovery. Also, Kyle gets a nod for this defense as well. His offensive mind gives the defense an edge. Own it. Hey, man, I didn't say he was the worst coach of the year. I just said I don't think he's the number one coach in the league this season, and I was using some things against him. Don't take it personal, coach. I wasn't talking about you. You're, you're the coach of the year, coach. <laughs> there's all, yeah, there's only one coach of the year, and he's in this you. chat right now. It's the coach. I'd still feel like he's playing Brian Billick to D'Amico's Marvin Lewis. Sue me. I'm sorry. It's how I feel. <laughs> Deep in my core. Anthony says Rock and Trent uh, Williams jersey, and now I'm a uh, Pacific Northwest Niner fan. LOL. Yeah. Well, travel safe. Fly safe. Daniel Ailman says, I win 800 on my banana hands to win coach of the year. $50 bet to start the season. So I hope that's nice. I also bet 100 on Super Bowl. So that's some nice cash. Hey, hey, there you go. Right now. That, you know what? That could fund a whole year of super chats on Grant's channel. <laughs> <laughs> All Niners says, My fear is Kyle's going to run CMC into the ground because he doesn't trust anyone else to have the ball in their hands. Hey, hey, I hear you. That, that's my fear too. Hopefully we can. We can talk about it, it, bring it to light, and make sure Kyle doesn't do that. Do you do you want to know what kind of sparked my my? I don't want to say the change in my tone toward Shanahan, but just kind of making me realize that sometimes when you're in the weeds, you really overanalyze some things that happen. I went behind enemy lines, went on a Seahawks channel a couple of days ago, and the way that they were talking about Pete Carroll, I was like, whoa you guys realize how good you have it with Pete Carroll? Let me tell you. And then I started to reflect it like live on the show. And I go, gosh, you know, we kind of do the same thing with Kyle Shanahan. So I get it. I get where you guys are coming from. But man, Carroll's really good. Can, can I just say like why I haven't changed my stance on Kyle Shanahan, even though he's on a six-game winning streak, which is great. He's no still Super like, Bowls. He's still two games over 500, and he's the second best coach on his team. I'm going to keep saying that. I'm sorry. That's the way it is. So I look good, very good. But hey, man, let's let's see. Let keep it going, baby. Like win the Super Bowl this year. No excuses. To, and you, to you, be you fair, Christian McCaffrey, he's killing it. Like let's see it happen, baby. I don't care that you're in a third string quarterback. This guy's great. He's the best quarterback I've ever seen ever. So let's see what you got. To be fair, here's the thing that's funny about sports: no, you can be fair. critical. You can be critical or positive about somebody, and that can change at any moment based yeah. off of what you're seeing in that moment. I've been very critical of Kyle, okay? Not me. And I think, yeah, you never have been. I've been very critical of Kyle, and I still think that when I was, that those times and those moments warranted it. But at this moment, I still can say, hey, probably coach of the year doesn't mean you've done enough. Can I say something? Yeah. If he loses tomorrow, do you understand how upset you're going to be? So let's oh, just let him. I'll let's be you hot. Already got him, you already got him running the table at the end of the year. Let's I do. Let's see what he does tomorrow night in Seattle, where it's always hard for him. I expect him to win convincingly. This Seattle team is not good. I agree. How I describe them. Not good. But Jorge says, uh, even though I'm loving the BP fairy tale so far, I do think Trey deserves a chance to prove his he is worth all that the Niners give up to get him. 
Yeah, I would think so too. Because if they don't give him a chance, someone else will give him a chance, and he might burn you. Do you think Kyle is overhated? No, he's just hated enough the right amount. <laughs> I mean, I could make an argument that he's overloved based off of what Grant's, you know, just the information he presented. Two games over 500 just now, six years in, no Super Bowls, multiple 10 point blown fourth quarter leads in the biggest moments. So I could understand where he could, you kind of go the other way. Cause you got people that are like, oh, Shanna stands and, you know, all the things they say, um, only Shans and, you know, whatever they make up. But I, I think the truth usually lies somewhere in the middle. I think he's a very good coach. Who deserves to be criticized and deserves praise when he gets it too, or when you know when he's playing or coaching well is also so you still having mic troubles. I'm sorry, that was distracting. Say it, I am. I don't know. How do I sound to you? You sound see now you sound louder again. So I guess I'm not noticing when you're dropping off. If it's dropping off, let me know. I don't know. I guess when I move my uh my uh studio on the road, sometimes it gets messed up. Sorry about that, guys. If it's messed up, let me know. It's not not the briefcase you carry it all in, I'll tell you that. That thing's slick. Super nice. Worried about injuries. Yeah, that's the thing. This is the Niners are are uh, depleted on the defensive line, and it's a short week, and they're on the road. I mean, what do we really expect from this defensive line mm. in particular? Uh, he brought the spreadsheets back up. Someone go get the mans. Uh oh, are you serious? Spreadsheet guys doing spreadsheet things again? Looking ahead, draft needs for some for next season. Y'all are epic, dude. They don't even have, don't have any picks. Season. A little nervous about Seattle tomorrow, even though I know we're a better team. BP's injury may be an issue. That's fair. And also, uh, Kevin Givens and Hassan Ridgeway and Javon Kinlaw, like, what's up with D-Tackle? They're going to have to call up Akeem Spence. Still low. That was a minute ago. What about now? That was a minute ago. Okay. Messed up. It's low, bro. I don't know why. What if I crank it like that? How about now? Crank it like Soldier Boy? Yeah, what about now? Jesse's just loud. They say turn you 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 turn down. I can turn down. Yeah. Every week it's something different with Vance no, Audio, man. We still can't hear you. Well, I'm not gonna keep going until we figure this out. Man, okay, well let's even. do this. Much better. I just turned mine down. Maybe much better, they say. I just turned mine down. Okay, I turned mine up. You turned yours up. Hopefully we can meet in the middle. All right. It's definitely mine. I gotta get a new one of these. Hello. Welcome the, the to Movie Phone. You know what's funny is normally I come in, I have to turn mine up to match your volume. So that's what I did. But this week, yours is low. So oh, I'm boom. trying now to. Now I'm going to get. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. okay. You're good. All right. Now. now I'm talking directly into it. All right. You asked it. You, you lead this topic off. Yeah. I, and I want to know if your opinion has changed about CMC. And let me tell you why it should have changed if it hasn't already. The 49ers. Grant, since CMC has been on this team outside of Kansas City, I still I still don't really fully count that game because he asked me a question and it tells me what the answer should be. Okay, keep hold going. on, hold on. Well, yeah, of course I'm gonna you know what the answer should be. You know what my answer is, you know what your answer should be. I'm gonna tell you why your answer should be yes, it's okay, changed. okay, all right, fair enough. All right, go ahead. Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo in the six games with CMC have not thrown an interception. Not a single interception. Like, let that sink in for a second. Kansas City, besides Kansas City, that was two days. <laughs> Stop with the Kansas City. Okay. When he's had a full week to be there, zero interceptions between two. 
Jimmy Garoppolo had never gone three straight games without doing so. He went four straight. Then he got injured, and a guy who was picked in the last round, last pick of the draft, third-string quarterback, comes in, also has zero interceptions. I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that's the CMC effect. Then you look at the athletic plays he's able to make (laughs) when he goes out, and they throw jump ball situations in the end zone. This man is phenomenal yes your opinion should have changed about cmc and tell me why it hasn't because oh my gosh grant what more do you need to see from this man no i always said he's a good player i'm not like oh man i thought he was bad i thought they gave up a lot for him and i felt like they justified it in a couple of ways one it's a win now move and they're going to win the super bowl and two it's a long-term move and they're going to keep him healthy for long term and he's going to help out trey lance and stuff so the win now move when they made it my my objection was dude, the quarterback is still jimmy they're not going to win a super bowl with christian mccaffrey if jimmy garoppolo is the quarterback i mean there was a game a few weeks ago where they had all those people out there and still scored 13 points because jimmy i mean he, they put up 22 against the chargers because jimmy so I felt like, you know, the biggest limiting factor on the offense was the quarterback and just adding another dynamic running running back to a team with dynamic running backs wasn't going to necessarily make them the favorites. Now Jimmy's gone and Brock Purdy can make can use Christian McCaffrey not as a checkdown guy only, but he can hit him down the field for touchdowns too that that Jimmy couldn't. Jimmy missed that throw. So now all of a sudden it's like I mean, also Debo's hurt. We didn't know that was going to happen. So now it's like well, I don't know if they could win the Super Bowl without him this year. So I didn't know these things were going to happen. And and in, in that sense, I do feel like this move was essential for the win now. I don't know if they could win without it right now, given what's happened. No, the other part, I, the I future, don't, though? I don't think so. Can, can I correct part, something real quick? Can I correct something real quick? Because I said that they've thrown no interceptions. Purdy did throw one against Miami. But that was a fourth down, like, heave it up throw to see if you can make something happen. So I don't. I mean, yes, technically it happened, but I mean, is that really the situations that we're looking at for interceptions? Anyways, Look, go ahead. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is the CMC effect is great, but right now what I'm looking at is the Purdy effect or the no more Jimmy effect, because <laughs> just a few weeks ago they put up 13 points at home against a defense. I mean, a team that's not even good. The Saints aren't even good, and they couldn't score more than 13 points. They didn't have to score more than two points or one point, but still. And all of a sudden, Brock Purdy's in who's just a little bit more dynamic than Jimmy, and they're putting up 33, 35. It was the quarterback the whole time. Not yelling at you. It was the quarterback. And so I feel like, hey, now if you put a real good quarterback around, you know, with Christian McCaffrey and Ayuk and Kittle, look what he can do with him. He's not just a check down guy. So, yeah. But the other part of it is you gave up a lot for this guy. You said he's part of your future. All right, well, keep him healthy. It's been a month. Keep him healthy for two years, three years. So, so far, so good, but to be fair, the health thing, I mean, they kind of been grinding McCaffrey into the ground a little bit. However, Jimmy Garoppolo is not Mr. Efficient. He never has been. That's always been the biggest gripe that a lot of us have with him. He's got horrible decision making. He did a really good job for those final four games to throw zero interceptions. And again, you saw it immediately against, I think it was against the Rams, with Debo out, by the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, he looked very comfortable in the pocket. He went through his reads like I had never seen him do that. Do because I think 
that Christian McCaffrey was a safety blanket. He knew no matter what, if I start to go through my reads and that clock starts ticking, I've got a dump off guy. The psychological effect. With. The psychological yeah. effect. Yes, okay. absolutely. All right. And but then four games, okay. no pick. I mean, come on, Grant. That I mean, something. The only thing that hey, changed is CMC was on the team. That's great. But I'm, I'm looking at points. That's been my gripe with this team all year. Points, man. You move the ball. You got these weapons. It looks great. Estimated points are great. Yards are great. You get to the red zone. You can't freaking score. What's the problem? All of a sudden, long touchdown, touchdowns in the red zone, scrambling touchdowns. It's the Brock Purdy effect. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. He's a, he's a phenom. He's the fastest kid ever. <laughs> he's the kid from Superbad, really, running away from the police. He's that guy right now. And he looks like him, too. So, yeah, no, I mean, when he came to the – I don't want to keep saying, like, I thought Christian McCaffrey wasn't good. He's never good. I just felt like, what is Jimmy going to do with him? Now, Brock Purdy hitting him deep for 20, for 27-yard touchdowns. Okay. Okay. Well, I didn't know Brock Purdy was going to be the quarterback of this team. And, look, you know, maybe he'd be a good fit with Tom Brady, too, or Trey Lance, too. But that's all about Kyle keeping him healthy. And that's about him using Jordan Mason. And all I know is they got one running back hurt last week, although he's not a running back. And it's not Kyle's fault because you can never blame Kyle for anything. No, of course not. Especially when he's winning. But, um, hey, man, can you please? And he's done. he has kept, kept Christian McCaffrey healthy, although maybe Christian McCaffrey has kept Christian McCaffrey healthy so far. I'm concerned. What's, what's the 49ers record with Christian McCaffrey, Grant? Undefeated. Well, basically undefeated. But what's yeah, the record with Brock Purdy? Undefeated. But that's that's a small sample size. We got six well, in a row. We got two small sample sizes. But hey, six games is a lot, though. We're, two again, different quarterbacks. I, I feel a little uncomfortable attributing wins and losses to offensive players on a team with the off- defense giving up fifteen points per game. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, maybe the defense playing better because it's too. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I bet you they they would say they are. Sean says, best case, if BP keeps playing at a high level, do you think Trey Lance would be content being a long-term backup as a third overall pick? No. Come on, man. No, he's going to no. want to play at some point. He's been on the bench for he three years. If, if Trey Lance was content with being a long-term backup without ever really getting a shot, then he was never the right pick anyways because that right. that's not he's the mental makeup you want. Also, the last time he played a, like a full season, he was 19. Mm-hmm. 19. Evening, guys. Love your content, Grant and Jesse. Thank you, JaVale. Uh, JoVel Bennett. I loved your trade passes, Jesse. It shut a lot of people down and still haters going to hate. Oh, That was great work. Listen. That was great work. The, the, the hate, the hate on that video through the roof, through the roof. But, you know, it is what it is. The coach says this is where you guys are tone deaf. He's talking about you. I'm not no, me, no he's not talking about okay. I'm not tone deaf. The main okay. job of a head coach is to coach coaches, all caps, three exclamation points, for emphasis. That means that he really means it. Mm. All success and exclamation, oh, no, all caps, failure of coaches falls on Kyle. Shake my head. Shake my head. Whoa. Why, Whoa. Hold on a second, coach. Let's rewind the tape a little bit and look at the instant replay. Shake my what head. What did I say? Those coaches are doing well, but they are coached by Kyle Shanahan, and then they coach the players and get the best out of them. Rewind the tape, and you'll see that. So you guys, I feel a little offended. I'm just saying. So is that how you felt about Brian uh, Billick in 20 years ago with the Ravens? Like, look, Marvin Lewis is good, but this is Brian Billick's team. Is Brian? It's all Brian Billick. Is that how you felt? I just want to know. I'm asking you. Please respond in all caps with many exclamation points. <laughs> Emphasis. David Baker says, do you think he was shaking his head as he typed it? He was like, 
I, I think he you know, was. If you put, type like SMH, you have to point it every time you type something. In my Do chats. you ever type LOL, but you're not actually LOLing? Because I feel like that's a little disingenuous. You you wrote Ooh. that you were laughing out loud, but were you? Did you? That's my question. Yeah. Can you when just you type, type SMH LOL, if you're not actually SMHing? If you type LOL and you do it in a condescending way, that's like, you might as well have thrown out the clown emoji. You, you might as well call it a bro at that point. I'm just here to give you money to buy your dad a good bottle of wine. No, I already I already paid up. I already paid up. But thank you for helping me. Um... <laughs> Gain money back after buying nice bottles of wine. All Niners says CMC has had more success running with Purdy, and I think it's because of the increased play action. Teams are defending the QB rollout. Yep. Also, teams can't believe that the Niners are throwing down the field all of a sudden. They're like, double move? Oh, we don't defend those against this team. On the uh, Oh, my God. Like, the, Christian McCaffrey and Brandon Ayuk were wide freaking open because the, the Bucks were like, there's no way. There's no way. I guess Todd Poles didn't do his homework about Brock. Ayuk waited for that ball for like five seconds. It felt like he was just like, it was just good touchdown. Yeah. Henry Cavill is no Superman, is no longer Superman. Jimmy, you next. Hey. Well, he's got a good thing on with Subway. Uh-oh. David Baker just... Oh, David. Uh, just a second. I think we'll be fine without number 19 for a bit. He hasn't been real productive this year. That's fair. You, you know what, though? The, this is the worst time for that injury because Seattle. Debo Samuel in the last two games, the explosiveness all of a sudden had returned. Now, yeah. if he sits out the final four games, will he you know, maybe falls out of shape back. again. It, yeah, it doesn't... Uh, I don't know. Good point. Someone, yeah, Camelot's Red and Gold says NFL on CBS is a quarterback uh, ranking post on Twitter, and Big Rooster Brock is listed at 15 of 32 after seven quarters. Purdy making some noise. Hey, God love him, man. I hope this could all come crashing down tomorrow. Every time the Niners have ever been hyped up and I came to Seattle to watch them play, it's been miserable. Every single time. I've never seen, never, ever covered a win here for the 49ers. So blame Grant if something crazy happens. I mean, what you talk about, Willis says, topic, speculation. Kyle tells his quarterbacks where to throw. Ratio of pretty following versus off script. Kyle accept it, since he's a third last pick rookie. I want to say Kyle addressed this the other day. He's like, it's not like I'm in the headset telling them if it's cover two, throw here. He said that. <laughs> yeah. He said that like word for word. So yeah. like nobody, nobody said that, Kyle. Why, why are you like all of a sudden coming out of nowhere to say this? I don't know. He addressed it. Go back and check it out. Muhammad says Jimmy has happy feet and refuses to take advantage of outside the number throws that Kyle schemes up and throws to a contested kittle through the middle. Yeah, and he can't miss these sacks. He can't avoid these sacks that uh, Brock has been avoiding so far. Yep. McCaffrey is not Roger Craig. Use the big guy. Agree. Big time agree. Christopher says BP's mobility and scrambling makes all the all the difference in his success so far. All defenses know Jimmy's ceiling. I got something, um, not a hot take, but you probably haven't thought of it. The most mobile quarterback of the last 15 years for the Niners, Colin Kaepernick. Really fast, but... Brock Purdy is more elusive in the pocket than Colin Kaepernick was. Yeah, I agree with that. What yeah. a nice trait. Yeah, elusiveness pocket. and and speed are completely different things. I don't think I don't Short think Trey quickness. Lance is elusive in the pocket at all. I think he's strong in the pocket and he can right. shrug off, you know, players yeah. reaching around and grabbing his his shoulder pads and whatnot, but he's not elusive in the pocket. <clears throat> Clayton says Niners win tomorrow. I'll give Kyle Adams West coach of the year. Clayton will do it personally. Uh, Austin McDonald says Kyle uh, Shanahan should be at least top five coach of the year. I I agree. You and Nick Wright have hit the nail on the head for years about Jimmy G. QB wins is a a mythical stat. 
Yeah, and the Niners have been trying to do the pump and dump with Jimmy Garoppolo since they realized they got a lemon. Not a lemon. Maybe Debo needs some Marshall Lynch, uh, Marshawn Lynch Skittles. Instead He's of Starburst? Guy. Is He's that the Mike problem? A good bottle of wine for love. Now, okay. Wow. So paid, thank you, man. appreciate you. That was very nice. The next bottle of wine I buy my dad, I will I will put a little inscription. Um courtesy of david baker yeah that was very nice because you know he's gonna lose a bet here real soon with his dad <laughs> yeah that's what i do all right <clears throat> so debo samuels out for the final stretch of games who needs to step up who would you who needs to step up brandon Ayuk or george kittle who are you saying i need more out of you I think Ayuk's had a a pretty good year. I mean, he's on pace for a thousand or just under. I th- I'm still going to go with with Ayuk though, and the reason that I say that is it's not just who needs to step up for this offense; it's who needs to step up for themselves. Kittle's a paid man. He's a made man. He's a paid man. Ayuk right now is fighting for that next contract, and there's a lot of discussion on whether Ayuk can be the number one receiver. He's a different type of receiver. He's more of a pure receiver. I think he's an extremely good route runner. Good catch radius. There's a lot to like about IU. But this might be the first time, especially in games of significance, where Ayuk is going to be asked to be the guy. And can he do it? That's going to be the question. I think he can. I think Brandon Ayuk has shown to be a leader throughout the offseason and up to this point. I think he should have been a captain. I think he's a hell of a player, and this is his time to really take the bull by the horns and ultimately show that he can be a number one receiver in this league and do it without his running mate and go out and get that second contract. I think this is a crucial four-game stretch for Brandon Ayuk to not only help the team win, but to help line his pockets in the future. I agree with that. I mean, last game he was he had fifty seven yards in a touchdown. He had three targets. Mm-hmm. He should be Two getting catches. ten. Yeah, he should be getting ten targets a game. But like, really, he's been getting a lot of targets in most games. Nine, yeah, ten, eleven, and he's been really good. I feel like it's hard to ask for more when he's really been playing the, the best of his career already. Like, what about George, man? Where are you? Can he really not give any more than what he's been giving last year? Last week, twenty eight yards. The week before, twenty two. The week before that, 26. Uh, two weeks before that, 21. I mean, he's had like three good games this year, but they're paying him to be consistent and dominant. Can you do that for a month? Please? Or 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 no? Is that is he just, you know, the blocking guy who gives you five targets, three catches, 30 yards? Is that it at this point? I don't know. The thing is, I is think he can do even, more. I think he can do more. He's not even blocking when it comes to like he's going out on routes a majority of the time. Now he's still a hell of a run blocker. I get that, but he goes out on routes like ninety four percent of the time this year. It's insane how much he's actually running routes and still not getting any anything thrown his way. There have been games where they've started out the game plan towards him. Carolina game comes to mind. The Tampa game comes to mind where they fed him early. First three four passes were thrown his way, and then nothing. The Carolina game, he fumbled. I get that. This one, it's like, okay, why'd you stop going to Kittle? He could have eaten all game long. I don't know, man. We'll see what Kittle does, but Kittle, like I said, man, Kittle's paid. He's paid. He's almost 30. Like, 
Ayuk, it's his time. It's him, his time to shine and show that he is the man on this team as far as pass catchers. Yeah, absolutely. I think they're going to give him an increased workload. He'll get 10 targets. He'll catch seven of them. He'll put up 100 yards and a touchdown. I, I have no qu- – and now that he has a quarterback who's thrown the ball outside the numbers, yeah, yeah, I think his his production should go up. I think you're right. It'll be Ayuk. I'm just I'm just saying, like, man, it's it's crazy how Kittle's at that point in his career where it's like, hey, man, you know, he's God paid and he's 29. I mean, what do you really expect? I think that's true. What do you really expect? Remember he how might, mad people were when you wanted to trade Kittle last year? For this reason, last year he gave he he averaged 65 yards a game. Now it's 45. What's it going to be next year? I mean, most of the time it's freaking 25. With the, like the one good game, he gives you one good game a month. It's too bad. Not a good game, but like you know, prolific. What he's being paid, what he got paid to do. I mean, there was a time he was giving you 90 yards a game. He was like Travis Kelsey, not that long ago, producing like that. Now it's like, man, people used to say he was the best tight end in the league. Is he even top five mm. anywhere? Mm. Good run blocker, though. Great run blocker. Although the Niners are 17th in yards per attempt this year. Yeah. A lot because of their blocking. Saying. Curious case of George Kittle for sure. Also, the reason that Brandon Ayuk needs to step up. Uh, I need to win a fantasy league, and <laughs> I'm playing him over Waddle. So Ayuk, if you're watching, come on, man. I guess give what I'm saying good, is Ayuk's been, a, been an impact player all year. Kittle hasn't. Kittle hasn't been an impact player in a while. He's good though. You know, he does his job. He he gets well. He catches the few targets he gets, and he's a good blocker. But he's not. I mean, you don't even notice him for quarters. Anyway. I think everybody noticed Kittle his celebration slander. last week. That was a little sketch. What'd he do? <laughs> he had this the arm swinging for Big Cock Brock. Oh. You didn't yeah, see that? That was, that was explicit. David yeah, Baker says, I, you can, Greg, Brock can throw it despite his lack of arm strength. I'm telling you, Gray is back in the fold. They shut him down because of Jimmy. Now that you have a quarterback who – Now, I don't know if – I don't know if Brock, if Brock can throw the ball down the field with this rib thing. I'm curious to see like what he can really do with it because it seemed like as the game got went on, right, he didn't throw anything in the second half. Like was he was it because they were winning or was it because he was starting to feel? I think so. I don't know. I don't know. I think so. I, I again, I don't think Brock Purdy has a very strong arm at all. But people equate that to can you throw a deep ball? Yeah, most quarterbacks can throw a deep ball. It's can they do it consistently? When I, when you talk about arm strength, you talk about power throws. A deep ball is not a power throw. My question with Brock, though, is he already doesn't have a strong arm. If he has a messed up oblique slash rib and he loses two miles an hour or a little bit of zip, what's that going to look like in Seattle tomorrow? I'm Dude, just trying to gamer. make this game interesting. I'm trying to make this game interesting. Muhammad said, what if we run more two tight end sets and have another tight end help McGlinchey and Kittle finally comes back? To 20 to 8, what if, what if? Do you ever notice that whenever the Niners run, they put Kittle on the left and they run to the left like yeah, every time? Yeah. <laughs> and if it's a run to the right, like the running back immediately cuts back to the left? Yeah. It's always like a, a, a wide and then cut all the way back to the left to try to make something happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, every time. Uh, 49ers, Ayuk as Raiders, Amari, wide receiver 1.5, don't resign. He's better than Amari. I think he's better than Amari. I think he's tougher than Amari. Mm, Amari's a really good receiver. People have been crapping on him for years, and all he does is produce. I don't know, man. It's true. It's true. Uh, I'm just curious if Jesse's opinion on Purdy Change still a uh, high-end backup. I know you liked him, but it felt like you doubted him too. Receipts. <clears throat> it's funny because 
Grant, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter, but I posted a video from us in March of 21 before they had drafted Trey Lance. And I had talked about quarterbacks that I liked. And one of them that I talked about briefly was Brock Purdy. I said, listen, you know, he didn't come out of the draft, but Brock Purdy's a guy that I liked. And then I talked about him through text message to a friend in 2020, December 2020. And then all this last this last year before the draft, like September, October, I would argue people with people about Brock Purdy. I'm like, listen, this kid's going to be pretty good. I think it's it's funny because you in my I have to have an opinion. And if I'm asked about it, I'm going to be honest. I like Brock Purdy. I've liked Brock Purdy for multiple years. However, if the like is in comparison to Trey Lance, I don't think long-term he will be, be a better player than Trey Lance. So if that's the case and he's on the team for multiple years and I think Trey Lance is still the future starter, then that would make Brock Purdy by default the backup. I think Brock Purdy's a good player. I'm rooting for him. I th- I also am very confident in him. I just said the 49ers are going to go 4-0. But just because I don't think he's better than Trey does not mean that I don't like him. Like there's Hold there's on. like this confusion. You here. don't have to defend yourself. I got I got something to defend Jesse. So Jesse said that he thought Brock Purdy would be a high-end backup. What did Kyle Shanahan say when the 49ers drafted Brock Purdy? Who did he compare him to? Draft night. Do you remember? Nick remember. Mullins. Mm. He's a lot like Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins is a high-end backup. I think what happened was they drafted him with the last pick. They were looking for a quarterback who would be there late. They were looking for a high-end backup. They drafted him, compared to Nick Mullins. They brought him into camp, and they were like, ooh, he's a better athlete than Nick Mullins. Ooh, he throws harder than Nick Mullins. And they saw him in preseason. They were like, oh, he's better than Nate Sudfeld. Oh, so I think they were – I think we're all – the whole world is kind of shocked. And anyone that says that they saw – high-end starter potential in Brock Purdy is kidding themselves. I, no one said that. I don't think anyone said that. But he might be, which is why he's a great story. So we'll see. Yeah. And and again, I know I know that Larry Kruger saw him in training camp and loved it. And that was that's yes. awesome. I'm glad that he did that. But yes. like I got receipts back to 2020. 2020. But, I think that's, but Larry that's also right? true. And Larry also said when they drafted him, he didn't like the pick. So um yeah. I give him credit for like responding to what he saw in front of him, but so did so did the 49ers. When yeah. they picked him, they were thinking high and backup, Nick yeah. Mullins. Yeah. They had to see it with their own eyes. Well, and and to be fair, again, everybody is like, well, they brought back Jimmy because they didn't believe in Trey. Well, they gave Trey the starting job. So was it they didn't believe in Trey or was it that they didn't yet believe in in uh Brock Purdy? Um half the time I don't even know number eighty five is on the field. <laughs> true. Isaiah Gill, true. Says BCB. I know what that means, but you know what? <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. Uh, Kevin Cole. Scribe Minds says Kevin Cobb, Bobby Hoyer, uh, and Ty Detmer. Nick Foles, Brock Purdy. Philly has been doing this for decades. Trey is a starter. Brock is a backup. Ceiling for Brock is Super Bowl and traded for a second and fourth. Philly's been doing this for. He just listed a bunch of Philly backups. Was Ty Detmer? Ty Detmer was the backup there, wasn't he? To McNabb. Yeah. yeah. Nick Foles, Brock Purdy. Hey, yeah. well, great. If he could be Nick Foles this year, that would be phenomenal. That was a great story, the Nick Foles story. I like that. Man, Kevin Kevin Cobb put up good numbers for a year, too, under Andy Reid. Yeah, he people, certainly everyone, did. Everyone thought Kevin Cobb was going to be good until he yeah. wasn't. Yeah. Jason says, how can Kyle Shanahan be considered a top coach when he consistently starts slow with a team full of stars? A top coach would lead on his playmaker trade. Trade Kyle Shanahan. I love you. 
that's the, to me. I mean, if you're putting him in at number one coach of the league, these are questions that would have to be addressed, at least in comparison to his competition. Listen, you finished but, the season on a ten game win streak. I don't, you know. It's true. That's that. It's that's true. something. There's something. It is there. something. A coworker of mine called you a clown, but you aren't to me, my sweet handsome Italian <laughs> angel. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. That was really nice. But Brian says Jimmy not throwing, being able to throw outside the numbers reminds me of Zoolander not being able to th- turn left. Well, I've been comparing uh, James to Derek for a very long time. I think there are similarities. They're both really good-hearted people. Brock plays good in Seattle. That I'm all it's in. An Seattle. He is. <laughs> Brock is. <laughs> uh, rooting for BCB, but still Trey Area 2023. Isaiah Gill. He's been writing. He's been sending in. Uh, I Trey Area super chats for more than a year. And I it's respect awesome. his consistency. Haha ha says Seattle gave us Sir Mix a lot and Russell Wilson killed us for a decade, but now we have the athletic, accurate QB because baby got Brock. Ooh, that was really good. <laughs> like that's that was a good twist you, you did there. You brought that all the way back around. That's nice. All right, let's keep it going. Uh has Jordan Mason finally carved out a bigger role in this offense? Just because everyone else either got traded or hurt. Yeah, you know what though? I think we we think he's earned it. We I don't think there's any doubt on whether he's Nah, man, he's only averaging 5.3 yards per carry. That's Bench true. him. He's That's terrible. And, Trash. And when you say that they should have maybe ran him instead of Debo up 21, that's also you saying that they were trying to throw in the towel somehow. I don't get that. But anyways. Um, yeah, because yes. once you put in that, that running back who's 223 pounds and averages 5.3 yards per carry, you're just conceding defeat at that yeah. point. It's over. Yeah, it's Tom Brady. He can come back, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yes, I we think Mason has. However, I think this is the week that he actually does because it's a Thursday night game. If it I would have my reservations if it was a Sunday game again, because you know, Kyle can work around it and do whatever. Thursday night game means short rest. Obviously, we've talked about CMC. I I would hope that he doesn't run CMC 20-plus times this week. This is not the week to do it. This is the week to let Mason go crazy. This is also a defense that he can go crazy against. They cannot stop the run at all. Cannot do it. Mason, if he gets 20 carries, he might go for 130-plus. This is the week for him to fully break out, get the touches, because it's a Thursday night game, protect your other assets, and I think from here forward, he will have carved out that spot in the offense, and deservedly so. The kid is an absolute beast. I think that's the best thing that could happen to this offense is for him to finally get an opportunity. Should have happened months ago, but finally get an opportunity. This is a perfect one. Kill it, and then then he'll get his role. And when Debo comes back, they won't use him as a running back anymore. Except for look, I like I'm all for giving Debo Samuel carries inside the twenty five. Absolutely. Now not at the one. But, you know, between the, the the 8 and the 22, I mean, like the high red zone, yeah, he can score touchdowns. It's worth it. But other than that, you got two good running backs. You don't need to do that anymore because clearly we've seen Debo Samuel doesn't have the best vision. He, you know, he runs upright. He takes punishment. He's going to get hurt. He got hurt. Don't do it anymore. So, yes, Jordan, I hope Kyle has finally figured out that he needs to use his running backs as running backs and wide receivers as wide receivers and quarterbacks as quarterbacks. If Kyle could just do that, you would never he would be the coach of the year. But he's been trying to do this positionless football thing. It got Trey Lance hurt. It got Debo Samuel hurt. Hey, 
Enough! You got running backs, you got wide receivers, you got quarterbacks. Just use them in their job, win the Super Bowl. I think he could do it. I'm betting. I on. think what a fitting way for Mason to break out, other than in Seattle. Yeah. We're talking about the team that had beast mode, and we think yeah. Mason is kind of of that. He's got that beast mold. mode tendencies. He does. He does. So I think this is a perfect week for it to happen. And I mean, by all means, he should have probably broken out two weeks ago, to be real with you. Yeah. I mean, be interesting. If they had been playing him all season, would Christian McCaffrey be here? Would other running backs still be here? Would other running backs be healthy or hurt? I don't know. Hard to is say. GDP going to make this team next year, Grant? Is that going to be two third round picks that they just threw by the wayside? Part of me is like, hey, he hasn't really got an opportunity. The other part of me is like, I've never liked Ty Davis Price as a player. So I don't know. He's averaging two yards a carry. Like, that's kind of what I thought would happen. When he, he, when he ran sideways on the roster. Yeah. So another reason that I feel like the, the trade for Christian McCaffrey was somewhat vindicated. Like, if they hadn't had him, it would be Jordan Mason and Tevin Coleman. Mm. Yeah. Um, Looking forward to the Jordan Mason game tomorrow. Jimmy Garoppolo fans are delusional like Dallas fans. Am I right? Jimmy Garoppolo fans have just I'm gone into the... You know the meme where Homer goes into the bushes and then he comes yeah, out? Yeah. He went, he went into the bushes and then yeah. now they've come out as Brock Purdy stands. Jesse, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're my favorite guest other than Papa Cone. Wasn't well, trying Papa to question Cone's your smarts. Come on. He wasn't trying to question your smarts. I was just curious if you've if you've if you'd upgraded your assessment. It's no, it's fine. I I think it's okay. Listen, I don't mind being questioned. I my biggest thing is I just don't like being misquoted or what like when I'm trying to be clear in what I'm saying and somehow that doesn't come across clear, maybe that's on me or maybe I don't know if that's, you know, me or the listeners, but when I think I'm being very clear in something and people are like, "Hater, you don't blah, blah, blah. it's like, "No, you did you did you listen to anything that I said? Can you listen to anything that I said?" So, I I appreciate Grant appreciates the super chats, and I didn't think you were coming at me. Uh, 49ers daddy, their father, says, what percentage <laughs> do you have Trey Lance as a week one starter? Uh, I would say right now? I would say, I mean, 50-50, right? I, Brock Purdy. A, I would even give him a little bit more than that. Like Brock's only It's only been two games. Brock's going to have to do yeah. more to make it 50-50, but it's trending 50-50. But now? If he loses tomorrow, tomorrow I, I don't know if we would say 50-50. The reason I say 50-50 is because Brock Purdy, out of the two, is the only one that controls his situation. Trey Lance can't control anything right now. He's on the sidelines. He's injured. He's not going to play. Brock Purdy has full control of the situation. And again, going back to what I think of Brock Purdy, I'm not going to be surprised if he continues to play well because I think he's a good player. Muhammad says, Grant, wasn't Gray Purdy's number one target in camp? I don't remember, man. It was a long time ago. I don't remember Gray getting a ton of targets and catches in camp. Yeah. Um, so I have to think about who Purdy was throwing to. I wish I – I probably still have my notebooks back at home. Um, also, since you're a fantasy guy, I got a crazy good team, but one flex spot open, Ayuk or Mike Williams. Heck of a good matchup for Mike. You know what? I personally don't prefer – playing guys that go on Thursday night, I would probably go Mike Williams. But in my situation, Waddle is playing in Buffalo, snow, wind, to his arm. I have to go Ayuk. But in your situation, I would go Williams. 
Kyle Sullivan says, can we talk about how absurd Colin Couchard's take is on the Niners? He gives no respect to Trey or Purdy. Who? What insider does he have in the Jimmy Garoppolo camp? The guy's opinions are absolute garbage. You said it. Uh, I haven't been. I don't watch yeah, Colin Couchard. Yeah. What has he said about Brock Purdy? How could you? Is he trying to say that Brock Purdy isn't as isn't better than Jimmy and that the offense hasn't taken off with Brock Purdy? And that, da, 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 like, I'd love to hear that. I would love to hear that. That would be funny. Actually, that I would listen to Colin Coward to hear him do those kind of mental gymnastics. Hey, tittle, tittle, Mason up the GD middle. I like it. Stun of two times says, anyone peep Aziz push everybody after he recovered the fumble? Wonder why. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't that. pay any attention to that. Yeah. I'll check it out. CMC trade of the year. Niners D can win the bowl. BP balling. Hey, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm sticking to my guns, though. Because that's how I do. Innovative Energy says, if Kyle Shannon coached X team to this exact timeline, you'd all praise him. So why hate? Who's hating on him? Yeah, that's, that's the thing, man. If you don't say, if you say someone, hey, I don't think I'd give him the coach of the year. You're a freaking hater. You're a hater. You know what? Man. Here's how the show's going to go from now on. Because some people want it to go this way. We're going to come on and we're going to be like, Kyle Shanahan, you think he's great? Yeah, I think he's great. All right, what about Debo Samuel? You think he's great? Yeah, I think he's great. Kittle, yeah, I think he's great too. And we're going to do that with every player. We'll be like, thanks, that's the end of the show. 49ers are going undefeated. See you later. <laughs> that's it. Like, that's what people expect. And if you don't do that, you're a hater. So I don't know. Official BNA Music 88 says something about the overusage of BCB seems ticklish. Oh, the term. <laughs> it's the same thing. I think a lot to me of this feels like a Jimmy Garoppolo fan tendency. Like, they did this with Jimmy all the time. You know what I'm saying? Now you're getting it a lot with, but I mean, it's, it's, it's Kittle. But he's a Jimmy Garoppolo fan, so what do you expect? Yeah, well, we're going to talk about that, actually, that comparison. Um, did you talk about Tom Brady and Niners recruit? Uh, I mean, did he not? Did it not look like a meet and greet after the game on the field? A bunch of people who might be working together in the future, you don't know? Maybe, maybe not? That's what. It that was like a bunch of – I get it, though. I mean, literally probably the last time you're going to play against this guy, that's – why not? I can see their fandom, but – but, Tom staying out there after getting his ass kicked at, at home, being like, "Hey, yeah, absolutely. Let me sign that ball for you, buddy. That's a that, that's great to meet you." Like, uh huh. No, I think he's trying to play nice to some. I didn't see that. Like yeah, his... that that true. That didn't seem like a very Tom Brady thing to do. No, he's the the ultimate sore loser. At least that's yeah. what I thought. Okay, it's time. No, 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 game. no, no. What? Oh, we got one more. Purdy Garoppolo. Oh, Purdy. Garoppolo. Purdy versus Garoppolo. My bad. Let's do it. Ask the question. Okay. So the question is, we've seen the fans go crazy over quarterbacks with short stints. We saw mm -hmm. it with Garoppolo in 2017, five games. We've now seen it with Purdy in essentially two games. My question to you, Grant, for a guy that's covered the team, both teams throughout this period – which which quarterback has made fans go crazier? Which hype was bigger? The Garoppolo hype in, in those five games or the Purdy hype in these two games, in your opinion? The Jimmy hype. The Jimmy hype was out of control. And I, it's different. Everyone knows that the Purdy story is better. Mm -hmm. Purdy, he was, they were chanting his name. But it's because he's Mr. Irrelevant, literally. Yeah. He's the yeah. underdog story. And everyone's like, man, he's great. But no one's like, he's definitely the franchise quarterback of this team. 
and he's been putting up amazing. Like he's done stuff that Jimmy didn't do in his first. Five. I mean, this team is in a playoff push, and he's winning games. Jimmy, none of, none of those games meant anything when Jimmy was here, and they didn't score a lot of points when Jimmy was the quarterback initially. They're putting up thirty points per game plus. So I feel so people are like, it's fun. But I need to see a little more. If you remember, Jimmy's first start, he beat the Bears in Chicago 15-13. to I believe it was 15-13. to They scored four field goals, no touchdowns. After the game, people were like, boom, franchise quarterback. We got him. We got him, folks. Make him whatever he – five-year contract, six-year contract. That's what it was. He's the savior, and he proved it. And he was playing at the beginning the way he played at the end, which was just, to me, like – you're gonna make that guy the highest paid quarterback in the league? Like, I'm sorry, he's okay, he's decent. That's what I was. That's how I always felt about him, and I felt like I never understood why there was such an over the moon response with Purdy. Like, he's killing it right now. Jimmy was always like, "This is a pr- impressive. This is better than what was here before." Like, yeah, okay, <laughs> all right, sure. Anyway, yeah, that's I, how I feel about it. I would have to agree with you. I think, I think that a lot of people overlooked the major deficiencies that Jimmy Garoppolo was showing during those times. And it was all for excitement and fandom and hoping that you had found the one after having all these losing seasons to where Purdy is coming into a team that was already winning a quarterback. Also Jimmy G that was actually playing pretty good football and he's playing actual good football there's no you don't have to make excuses for Purdy and be like well the only reason he only threw for one touchdown and three picks is because of this you don't have to do any of that because he's just playing good ball the only right reason now. they only scored 35 points last week. yeah yeah well like what, they scored what 28 points in the first half like god yeah. how do you explain yeah. that yeah yeah so I, I i agree with you i think it's funny though because they are very similar and what made me think of this is you had posted a video from that time on your Twitter of after that first Jimmy game. And I was, I was, instead of listening to you, I was just reading the comments and it was funny to remember what people thought during that time, that time and how excited they were. I'm like, Oh gosh, this is happening again right now. Let's talk about it. I'm just curious as to which one was, was bigger in the moment. And I I agree with you. I think it was Jimmy. Like Jimmy took over for CJ Beathard. Yeah. Who took over for Brian Hoyer? Like it was, yeah. it, he just, just being a competent quarterback was great. I mean, it, that's all people wanted at that point. Um, Purdy's replacing Jimmy, who's competent and and wins. So he couldn't just you know be okay. He had to do this, and he's doing it. He had to be extremely impressive for people to like look at him as anything more than a product of his surroundings. And he's doing it. So to me, it's more impressive. But uh, he's got to keep it going. I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Daryl says, for some reason, both of you and both you and Jesse are a bit blurry. But uh, it's not my tablet because everything else is clear. I don't know. Maybe it's mm. your. I don't know. Maybe you just can't see us. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, let's play the over under game because it's been an hour and people. That's the only reason people tune in. They're that's upset. true. Um, Grant, you probably shouldn't do that anymore, though. That was like you were going sixty in a school zone. You should probably slow Sorry. down a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> All right, let's talk about last week because Grant was riding a streak of epic proportions. He had one <laughs> one time in a row. It was looking great for Grant Cohn, and 
man, when we went into that thing, I'm like, gosh, he's making some really good picks here. I don't know how good I feel. The tiebreaker last week and what ultimately Ooh. won it for me is over or under 255.5 yards passing for Tom Brady. He had 253 yards. Grant chose the over. I chose the under. And that was the difference maker. Who would have known? Who would have known? Why did I bet against the 49ers defense? I'll never know. Okay. Go ahead. Because we said your thought process was exactly what happened. He would throw for 50, 55 passes, but yeah. he just didn't get the yards with it. So totally fair. Yeah. Yeah. All right. New week. New you. Offense. 220 passing yards for Brock Purdy. Over or under? Mm. Under. Let's go 220.5. I don't know why I didn't do 0.5s. We have to do 0.5s. In that case, over. No, under. <laughs> okay. No, under. What do you think? Under two. Okay. Why? Do you think it's because he's just not going to have a good game, or you think they're just going to run a lot? He's he's banged up. Okay. No Debo. Ray Ray's starting. Okay. Uh, Seattle's got good corners and a good pass rush, especially at home. They can't stop the run. You know the Niners are going to run the ball a lot. I'm thinking it's going to be a uh, run first, run heavy game plan. Under. Okay. Okay. No, that's totally fair. I I agree with that. I think and and to be fair, regardless of the reasons, I don't I think he hasn't even gone above two twenty yet. So why would this be the game when you're gonna run right. a ton on the road? Right. So right. I agree with you. We'll go we'll go under as well. All right. Over or under one hundred and thirty point five rushing yards for the offense. One thirty five? 130.5. Over. over. 130.5. Wow, yeah. yeah. Yeah, over. They hit 189 week two. I mean, this defense gave up almost 300 rushing yards to the Raiders like a couple weeks ago. Thinking over. Thinking over. Okay. I agree with you, by the way. Let's let's throw in an extra one. This is a, a bonus one. Over bonus. or under 65.5 yards for Mason rushing. <laughs> Under. <laughs> under. They're going to give Christian McCaffrey 25 carries. I don't know why. Under. <laughs> All right. I, there's a difference for us. I never bet on Kyle Shanahan to make the, the, the rational decision. That's he always fair. has to do it his own way. He always has to play 40 chess. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, hope I'm but, wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But I'm not going to start betting on him to make common sense decisions. Like, no. That's not on. what he does. You're betting on non- Coach of the Year, Kyle Shanahan. I'm betting on Coach of the Year, Kyle Shanahan. We're two different bets here. I'm going to go over. If this game is close, he won't trust him. He only puts <laughs> Mason in when they're up by like a billion points, a bajillion. Maybe they're up by a bajillion in the third quarter, and Mason still gets just crazy. I'm going to go they over. I think All this right. is where Mason breaks out. Yeah, maybe I just lost the game. Damn. Yeah, probably. I try to be All provocative, right. <laughs> but then I lose. <laughs> over or under four and a half catches for George Kittle. Oh. Can, can, can I bet on George Kittle to catch five passes? George, is it too much to ask? Five! I'm betting for on George Kittle this week. Yes! George Kittle's going to catch five passes, man. Yes, he's going to do it. Big money. Five. Gosh, he really, he, I mean, he's only done that like three times this season. Oh, five. man. Can I? Come on, George. Give me five. Give me five. I'm going to go five, under. He's going to get four. Oh! I just lost big time. Why One's going to be George for a Kittle? touchdown, though. One's for a touchdown. All right. Yeah, sure. 
<laughs> over or under 80.5 receiving yards for Ayuk. Say it again. Over or under 80.5 receiving yards for Ayuk. Under, man. These are some good corners. And they're going to be running. Under. This is going to be Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> He's going to get like 400 yards from scrimmage in this game. Christian McCaffrey on his own. With 50 <laughs> from Ray Ray. <laughs> I'm going to go over. I think, okay. you know what? I don't think that they're going to throw for 220 passing yards, but I think Ayuk's going to eat in this game. I'm going to go over 80.5 for Ayuk. Okay. Okay. Over under 0.5 turnovers for this offense. Do you think they turn the ball over this week? It's a short week. It's weird. Sloppy football happens on Thursday night. So, yeah, not because anything about them. Just I'm thinking I'm playing. They haven't been turning the ball over much anyway. It's a Thursday night game. Uh, yeah. Okay. And I know you're gonna say no. To so rain? I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm trying. What? Is this supposed to rain? Do you know? No, it's been dry. It's been dry. That's unique for Seattle. Um. Okay. I am gonna go under. You're right. You know me too well. They're not mm-hmm. going to have a turnover. Okay. All right. Defense. Over or under two and a half sacks. They had zero last week on 55 dropbacks against a bad offensive line. I'm you should take say, the under. I'm going to say under. Okay. I'm take under. I like why. Yeah. It's a short week. I mean, how, how much energy are they going to have? Also, they're thin on the defensive line. Also, they're going to be doing a lot of run defense, which is exhausting. Also, Geno Smith moves kind of well, especially on that turf. So I think they'll get a couple, but I don't know if they'll get three. He's going to move right into three Bosa sacks. What's going to happen? Uh, over. I'm going to go I'm gonna go over this week. Bosa, Bosa didn't get any last week. He needs to get some if he wants to be the defensive player of the year. So he's going to get himself a couple. I just feel like that pass rush isn't going to look like it's normal pass rush because it's a short week. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that You might be right, and teams. they are thin. They're thin. I yeah, get it. Yeah. I and, I like where your head's at. I'm just gonna go the And you know way. Seattle wants to run the ball if they can run the ball. I'm not saying they can. But yeah. the Niners are probably gonna be starting like Akeem Spence at, at uh defensive tackle, so they might be able to run the ball. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. Over or under two hundred and fifty five point five passing yards given up by this defense. Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh under? I'm not making a mistake again. Under. No. I'm, no. Under. Okay. Under. It's Geno Smith. Yeah, he might have. I, he's going to make some nice throws, but two, two more than two fifty. Can we no. say? Can we say it's Geno Smith anymore? I feel like we've moved past that point. Can we give him some credit for this year? He's been, no. What, he's I, what, what I'm saying is, the Niners' defense makes good quarterbacks look bad. So that's true. He's going to look. He's not going to look great this week, even if he has some good moments. I mean, so look, you're look, saying he's not Brady? Geno just looked miserable. And the best thing you can say about Brady is, hey, he didn't get sacked. Hey, get, hey, get rid of that ball, huh? It's like, yeah, what do you what do you want him to do? You know? If you're not Patrick Mahomes or, or, or Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts, like, good freaking luck, buddy. Yeah, I don't even know if I can throw Jalen Hurts into that mold. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go over, but only because I feel like they're going to be, be behind and need to throw a lot in the middle of the third quarter on. So I'm going to go over because of that. They're going to rack up okay. a lot of yards. May not come with a lot of points, but they're going to rack up a lot of yards passing because of that. We've disagreed on like every one this week. This is going to be Yeah, no, this is yeah. this is great. I like this. This is good. Okay. Over under 70.5 rushing yards against this week. Over. 
I feel like I feel like they're thin on the D line. It's a short week. They're on the road. Um, I feel like what the one thing I feel about Seattle too is they're a better team on turf. The Niners mm. don't like turf, but Seattle always looks faster, more explosive, more violent on turf. So uh, Ken Walker's a good player. I know he's coming off an injury. I feel like when I give a long explanation afterward, it just kind of telegraphs that I'm not very confident about my pick. Like, why do I have to? <laughs> why do I have to justify it? I'm just gonna say over. It's okay to justify. I mean, you yeah. know, there's talk, you got to talk. People want to know my thought process. Yeah, of course. We want to know why you're picking the wrong pick. That's what we want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually agree with you. I think they're gonna go over as well. <laughs> I mean, it might be like 75 yards on 25 sure. carries, yeah. but. Yeah, I mean they're gonna they're gonna really press the issue there. Yeah, Tampa Bay actually I think went over seventy yards last week, or it was like sixty nine or something. Also, I mean if if you were their offensive coordinator in Seattle, wouldn't you say, look, we're gonna run the ball, we're gonna go heavy, and try yeah. to wear down the Niners' defense and hope that we don't get blown out in the process? And if we don't, maybe in the fourth quarter their D line will be so thin and tired that we could do something. I mean, isn't that your best chance? I don't know. Yeah, I don't no, know. you're right. I don't know how. Okay. No, let's drop back 50 times with Geno Smith and against Bosa. Yeah, man, that's go get him. <laughs> I can't right, say your more. name, but two I more appreciate real you. Quick. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, he's gotten me before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> over under one and a half forced turnovers for the defense. Hmm. One and a half. Isn't that a I'm mess gonna up say, number? I'm going to say under. If you put it at .5, I would have said over. But one and a half? This team's going to run the ball a lot. They're not going to be passing a lot. I don't know. I think it's going to be a nah, – maybe maybe the running back fumbles, but I'm going to say under. Two? Mm. Now, yeah. maybe, maybe again, they fall behind, they have to throw, and boom, they, the turnovers pile up. So, I don't know. I'm going to go over. This team has been forcing turnovers crazy amount. So, okay, last one. Over, under, one and a half touchdowns given up by this defense. Oof. Uh, I'm going to say under, just out of respect to this defense. It's fair. Even though it's a, it's a Thursday night on the road, da, 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 da. I'm not really betting against this defense anymore. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm not betting against the defense. I'm going to go over just because I have Seattle scoring 17 points this game. So. Okay. All right. Well, I haven't scoring 16 points. No, I don't know. I haven't decided. <laughs> I usually don't have to make my mind points. up on a Wednesday. I'm so disoriented. I don't even know what day of the week it is. I know. Here. Um, Trent said Trey is a generational talent. Not hearing about that about Brock. Tariq Woolen will pick off Purdy average. You really trust Purdy over Hertz in the NFC Championship? I didn't say that. Who said I, that? I don't know. Yeah, where did that come from? I don't. I don't know if Man. I trust either one of he them. He just to be turned us into Trey Lance haters. This 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 pleasant gentleman whose name I can't say. I could say it, but I just don't want to on my channel. Um, and that's it. That's the last one we got. Is there, are there any more over unders that? Because I feel like I'm winning by eight, at least, at least, at least seven. You might, you, you might, might need a couple we'll more to see. get back in the game. No, it's okay. yeah, no, we'll leave it. No. I think we're good there. We'll see if you can win. Uh, by the way, I, I mean, I'll just say this now instead of saying it behind stage. I don't know why. I'm gonna be out of town next week, so no, no uh, show next week. I'll be in the Dominican Republic. Wow, that sounds fun, Christian. I mean, uh, Christmas, Christian. Christmas? I'll be back two days before Christmas, so I'll be there for all the next week, and I'll come back Friday. Is it a pre-Christmas vacation? Yeah. That sounds nice. Sounds like a movie to me. That's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, you are. Seattle. 
I'm going to go walk around in 40-degree weather with no beanie or gloves like an idiot. <laughs> Every time I come to Seattle, I'm surprised at how cold it is. I'm like, oh, yeah, right. What do I think? It's freaking If you're December. in Seattle, you need skinny jeans and a saggy beanie. Otherwise, you don't fit in. I don't have a And one of those beanie. coats with the fur around the, the hood thing. Oh, you got to look like Macklemore? Yeah. Remember when I made that little Macklemore <laughs> clip of you? <laughs> do you remember that like a year ago? Yeah, I resented it. I the thrift shop? It. Yeah, you didn't like that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching, everyone. Jesse, are you going live right now? Uh, I've got over on my channel, we've got Behind Enemy Lines happening right now. Yes. Right now. Justin, right now. at the buzzer, says historically Niners defense struggle with mobility at the quarterback position. How many rushing yards will Geno have? And will his TDs come on the move or in the pocket? It's a good point. I mean, they made Geno look pretty ordinary week two, but. Maybe he'll look better on the turf against a tired Niners defense on a short week. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you'll have a lot of rushing yards. When the Niners get beat, it's it's those those 10-yard scrambles on third and nine. Yeah. Yeah, It doesn't have to be 50 yards. It could just be two critical first downs. Yeah, the back-breaker moments, yes. I just – I'm a little nervous. I don't root for the team, but I feel like if you think the Niners defensive line is going to be a little undermanned and not – you know – a little tired. Well, what's the ripple effect of that in this game? Mm. Yeah. You know, pass yeah. rush, run defense. Does that mean it's a close game and not a blowout? Or are they just going to dominate Seattle yeah. on a short week yeah. in Seattle? They might. I don't know. Absolutely. I guess we'll see. Thanks, Jesse. Uh, go, everyone go tune into Last Second Sports and see as he takes you behind enemy lines. Oh, that was good. That was good. <laughs>